as you grow up in Scotland, whiskey is there. But I think sometimes you don't quite understand it because a dram of whiskey is put down in front of you and you're like, knock that back, that'll put hairs on your chest. Welcome to the Lush Life Podcast. I'm your drinking companion, Susan Schwartz, and I bring you the how-to guide for living life one cocktail at a time. Thanks to my mother's love of martinis, the first words I spoke were shaken, not stirred, and I've been obsessed by cocktails ever since. Together, we'll learn from bartenders, brand ambassadors, distillers, and others why certain drinks are popular in certain cultures, how to make the perfect old-fashioned, when to shake and when to stir, and so much more. Hear that sound? It's time to cozy up to the bar and let the fun begin. Most of the people I interview have been doing their jobs as brand ambassadors for a long, long time, having begun their career as bartenders or in-house at a drinks brand. Few have come to it through a special program designed to appeal to graduates from all backgrounds. I thought that hearing that journey would make a change. Our guest today, Scott Lever, was one of those lucky grads. Only a year ago, he embarked on the Chivas International Graduate Program and is here to tell us all about it. Okay, so I grew up in a town called Greenock, which is in the west coast of Scotland. Um, it's just like outside Glasgow, roughly about 20, 25 minutes away in the car. Uh, and it's right beside the River Clyde. Well, so you know, when anyone hears a Scottish accent, they think you probably were breastfed <laughs> Scotch whiskey. Yeah, so was. was this true? No, it, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, it wasn't. Uh, so I actually thought I started to get into like Scotch whiskey um, I, when I applied for this job as a, an international brand ambassador. Um, but before going to for the interview, etc., I went to a whiskey tasting, uh, which was actually at the Tenants Brewery. Uh, so Tenants is like a pretty big uh, Scottish lager. Uh, but <laughs> they, each month they have a whiskey brand ambassador come in and talk to you about uh, the different regions where whiskey actually comes from. So your Highlands, Lowlands, Speyside, uh, Campbelltown and Isla. And he took us on a bit of a whiskey journey. Um, Did you know any of this? No. It was all new to you? It was all completely new to me. Um, also, I'd like... Whiskey, as you grow up in Scotland, whiskey is there, but I think sometimes you don't quite understand it because a dram of whiskey is put down in front of you and you're like, knock that back, that'll put hairs on your chest. That's, you have to like understand it. So you have to be introduced to it properly to understand all the different flavors and characteristics and why a whiskey actually tastes like that. So, so were you more of a beer drinker, say in university <laughs> and all that? Uh, I was a, younger, I was a cider drinker. A cider? Um, I did drink quite a lot of cider. Uh, and then I came off the cider and, um, well, yeah, tenants. Was so from cider, from cider to whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Whiskey, yeah, yeah. Well, skip, the, skip the beer. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So. so now there is, you know, you can take a class in whiskey tasting. That doesn't mean that you immediately want to join Shivas Brothers, you know, yeah. Shivas Regal. Or, yeah. um, so what, what made you want to do that? 
I mean, was it a wow moment? Yeah, I just loved everything about it. The history, the heritage, um, understanding how uh, Scotch whiskey is actually made. Um, I used to read up on it all the time. Like after I went to this whiskey tasting, I read up how exactly whiskey was made. Um, you know, I went to Glengoyne, which is one of the first distilleries I went to, just because I was like, I want to actually see how whiskey is produced but unfortunately I went when it was silent season so that's when everything is switched off oh, no. and they're cleaning all the pot stills and the washbacks and that uh, so it wasn't until I actually started uh, working for Shiris and we went up to Strathyla that I actually seen the distillery fully functioning and actually seen um, you know the, the washbacks and the mash tons. So you will never cases. forget when that is, right? Yeah. Like you will always remember, <laughs> do not visit during these yeah, times. Yeah, 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 exactly. So at Glengoyne, um, you know, the tour guide was like, so you kind of just have to imagine if these were on And right also now. you didn't get any of the smell, the yeah, aroma, all of that, you know, must have smelled like, you know, yeah, because I'll never cle- forget, cleaning yeah, fluid. I'll never forget when I went to uh, Strathyla and just like, even before you actually walk in, just around the whole place, you can just smell the barley. Uh, And it's a lovely, lovely smell. Um, But it was incredible to actually walk in and as soon as you walk in, all the machinery's on, it's really, really loud. And, uh, you know, lots of different parts are working in that. So it was incredible to see that. And especially when you see the spirit still as well. So you literally see all the new make spirit uh, running off the still and you get to actually have a better understanding of how this actually works. And then you go from a really, really loud uh, like a uh, distillery and then you go into the warehouse where it's really silent where all the whiskey is actually maturing for a numerous and all those casks it is romantic yeah yeah uh-huh. yeah and there's so many different uh, types of casks so obviously you have your ex-sherry butts your ex-bourbon barrels uh, for Shivers Regal we have these Japanese oak casks as well so Mizanara and um, so if you go up to Strathyla, which is the home of Shivers Regal, you walk in the warehouse and you'll see all these casts, but then at the very, very front, there are these brand new Japanese Mizanara oak casts that just stand out from everything else. So it's quite, quite an incredible experience to like see it all and see how it's working. So while you were being lured, you know, by whiskey, were you working? At a different job or still at university? <laughs> yes, so I it's, I actually, right, so I went to university, I done a degree in events management, uh, which I got a 2-1 in, um, but since I was 16, I worked in Domino's Pizza uh, <laughs> in Greenock, so I worked there for eight years, roughly, uh, so all whilst I was going through, um, so we also have college as well. Uh, in Scotland so I was at college for two and a half years and then I was at university um, for three years all whilst trying to find out what exactly I wanted to do because I started uh, and what my passion was for music performance but then I went into kind of the more kind of music business side of it then I went to university to do a course in commercial music uh, went straight into third year found it a little bit difficult couldn't do it, dropped out of it. Still at the same time, I did have my job uh, with Domino's Pizza. After that, I started, um, I took like a, a like a bit of time out to kind of find out what I wanted to do. I went to America, done Camp America. And then whilst I was out there, I was like, you know what, I want to do something in events management. So that's when I started an events management course and yeah, eventually got my um my degree in that, all whilst at the same time, um, so as well as doing like dominoes, I had done Erasmus 
which well, is... Well, you're, you're a busy, busy lad. Yeah, yeah. So I've done an Erasmus in Belgium in a place called Korterheg. I've also... Um, and you got... You didn't get, like, lured in by the beer there? Oh, yeah, I did get All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so there was a little beer in your past. Yeah, and as well... Um, uh, Dortmund, I done a, another Erasmus there, uh-huh. uh, so in Germany, uh, so there's plenty of beer there yeah, as well. exactly. <laughs> and I done another Erasmus in Spain and Granada, um, so there's lots of different uh, wines and that there as well. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've always been quite a an international person, I would say, from like, America, Belgium, Germany, Spain. I think you know. You go to these places and sometimes you are the only Scottish person there and you're kind of sharing your passion for Scotland as a whole. So I think uh, when it comes to the whiskey as well, I kind of, as soon as I went into this job, it was that like I can share my passion for Scotch whiskey, which is like what, like the biggest export in Scotland. So it's like really, really cool to be able to, to go do that and make that my job. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Now, had you heard about the Shivas program? It's so funny story. <laughs> I went up to the Scottish Graduate Fair um, up at the SECC and there was loads of different uh, exhibitors, you know, with all these different like graduate schemes. So I was going around and I was looking at them all and talking to them. But every time I talked to them, there's nothing that quite suited the degree that I was doing. It was all more like... Um, like engineering or uh, like doctors or all that. So events management, as much as it is a great degree, it's like there's so many options. Like there's, it's like if you're if you're trained to be a doctor, you're going to be a doctor. But right, with events right. management, it can lead you into any walk of life. So I was up there, I was going around, and uh, the Shivas Graduate Program, they were there uh, promoting it, but I didn't actually see them. It wasn't until the next day that I went to university and I was talking to one of the girls in my class and she was like, oh, did you go to the Scottish Graduate Fair uh, yesterday? It's like, yeah, yeah. She was like, did you see the Shivas Brothers stand? And so like, she knew that you had this passion? No, no, oh, she, no, 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 she, she, I didn't, she didn't even know. So she was like, uh, the Shivas Brothers programme, did you see that? And I was like, no, what's it about? It's like, oh, well, you uh, you become an international brand ambassador. You become the face of the brand. You get to host, like, whiskey dinners and do whiskey tastings and that. And, uh, you know, get And you were like, meet, oh, my God, I missed it. Uh, get get <gasps> loads of people. And I was like, oh, that sounds, that sounds really, I think I could do that. <laughs> so that day I went to the library, um, went on Google, typed in Shivers Brothers program, I straight away hit apply and just started going through the whole, the whole process of the application uh, to see where it could take me. And when I did apply, I didn't really think uh, much of it because you had like the written application, but you also had the video uh, you had to make as well. So the video was really for you to show what you're all about and what what you could do so they can get a real sense of what kind of person you were. So I'd, I hit and it was only a minute long video uh, once I'd finished like doing all the different clips, I think it was like five minutes long and I was like, how am I going to like cut this down? <laughs> and so using iMovie and taking all the different clips and trying to do it in a, a really kind of professional way, I cut it all up into different uh, like little sections where I could kind of really show what kind of person I was. So from talking about my Erasmus, working with Domino's Pizza, uh, being in a band as well, because I also play guitar. Uh, and then just showing that I was already a kind of 
international top person and then just gave like I think it was like three points uh, you had the international part you just needed the brand ambassador part yeah 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 <laughs> I always, yeah, always, uh, always kind of said I was already a kind of an international kind of brand ambassador for Scotland uh, yeah yeah in a way like yeah going on Erasmus and talking uh-huh. to all these different people uh, about where I come from obviously so, they yeah. thought so too because you got in yeah <laughs> uh, but it's still I actually I never got in straight away. So I went to the assessment centre, which was a whole day of um, all different like challenges and that. After it, I felt really, really good. I was like, ah, I could have a shot at this. But then I got an email saying that, um, unfortunately, I'd never got the job. I was placed I was placed on hold. And I was like, oh, when you get placed on hold, you never ever really get f- phone back, do they? Uh, but I was heading out to Spain to do my Erasmus there and I literally arrived in Spain and I got a phone call uh, from uh, one of the managers of the the graduate programme saying, would I be able to come to London in two weeks' time and do a market compatibility meeting? Um, And I was like, yes, of course. So two weeks later, (laughs) I I flew from Granada to Madrid, Madrid to London, went in for the interview and I'd been talking to several different people like during the process of like coming for the interview Uh and I got there and I didn't know who the person was at the time but it was the brand manager uh, for all the the whiskey scotch whiskey portfolio at Pernod Ricard UK so we sat down and he had my application he started to talk to me and just find out a little bit more about me and you know uh, what I'd done and just I'll, I'll be honest, I was expecting two other people to be at the interview. So I was just kind of like keeping the conversation going, <laughs> to be honest. And I, I think it was like 45 minutes later and uh, the brand manager, Rick, he goes like that. Okay, that's you. Um, we're, we're done. That's, that's interview over. I was like, but I thought there was, I thought there was two other people that were going to be interviewing me as well. It's like, no, sorry, um, they couldn't actually make it today. And I was like, when will I find out if I get the job? He was like, I'm not actually too sure that actually lies with them. And I'm like, okay, no bother. So I left the office um, and the next day I was traveling back to Spain. So I traveled from uh, London to Madrid. I got to Madrid, I turned on my phone, noticed I had a missed call from um, the person who had originally phoned me. Um, way back at the, when I just arrived in Spain, phoned the number and I was like, hi, it's Scott Lever here. And it was Kelly, who's one of the, the managers of the graduate programme. She's like, oh, hi, Scott. Just to let you know um, you've been successful and you're going to be the Shivers Regal Brand Ambassador for London. Oh, and, yeah, and I was just like, amazing. So when uh, you apply, when one applies, you don't know where you're going to be no, sent? No, So you could have been sent kind of anywhere in the world, right? Yeah, if you've got a, a second language, right. that helps a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but we do, we have uh, brand ambassadors who can only speak English, and, and they're in like places like Holland or the Philippines or Thailand as well. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, I did get London, but I was happy with that. It was something oh, new. Oh, I'm sure. You know, London is the cocktail scene here is amazing. All right, before we talk about that, so you the program. I thought it'd be really cool to hear a little bit about what you did. How long is it? 
you know, what do you do in it? How do you become? Because a lot of the brand ambassadors I interview have been bartenders for a long time and then they win awards or competitions <laughs> and they go through it that way. You're kind of the youngest brand ambassador that I've ever interviewed yeah. who's come at it a different way. Yeah, yeah. So I suppose from my experience of living abroad, events management as well, being able to like put on experiences for people and that, I mean, able to... what. What they're kind of looking for, you're, they're not looking for the finished article of, you know, having all the bar skills as well. It's, you know, these things you can actually pick up on the job, but it's being just a friendly, approachable person uh, to be knowledgeable about your brand and what you're talking about and just be able to host and present. That's a huge thing uh, as well. So just being able to really get on with people and create relationships so starting off as a brand bastard, like going into bars, like maybe it was a little bit daunting. Like I'd go in, I'm, I'm, I'm Well, fresh. how much training did you have? So five weeks, five oh, weeks. Oh, that's it. Five, five weeks. weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so five weeks of training. So two weeks in, two weeks in London, uh, learning uh, about the whole kind of portfolio of Chivas Brothers. So that's like your Chivas Regal, the Glenlivet, um, Ballantines, Abelower, big, big portfolio. So learning all about that. Uh, with a little bit of like cocktail training as well um, from our global brand ambassador for Chivas at the time, uh, who was Max Warner. So he was showing us actually how to make cocktails. And then uh, the third week, we were up in Paisley, which is just outside of Glasgow. But Paisley is actually one of the places where they actually bottle Chivas Regal. So we were at the bottling plant, we got to see that. And we're, we're focusing more there on like soft skills or like how to present. So we had a few different uh, people come in to teach us with actors as well to play out scenarios or how to like uh, deal with certain situations, which was a lot of fun. And then we went up to Speyside. So Speyside um, is where Strathila, the Glenlivet, Abelower, that's where 13 of our single malt distilleries actually are. So we're actually at the distillery and learning. We've done the Masters of Scotch programme, which takes you from the very beginning of how Scotch whiskey is made and then right through to like uh, maturation. So mm -hmm. it is an intense five weeks, uh, definitely, um, but it prepares you so, so well. And then at the end of that five weeks, you have to do a presentation to the the global brand ambassadors and they kind of just like that's tough yeah it's big time it's very very daunting <laughs> especially because they've been at it for a while and in here yeah, your newbie years, just five weeks yeah years, yeah years. you know you have people like ian logan and ken lindsay and alex robertson uh, and ann miller as well tristan campbell they've been doing this their whole life mm -hmm. okay so to and the be, pressure's on you being scottish too come yeah, on yeah. you have to hurry up i know i know, I know. and learn everything that you should have learned already um, growing so, up with it yeah yeah exactly exactly i mean really when you speak people just like i assume <laughs> anyone who has a scottish accent okay you have to know everything about yeah, you know whiskey yeah. mm -hmm. um, well, yeah it was daunting so even so it's a call to graduate program mm -hmm. so does that mean that they kind of test you along the way or you have to come back how long so what does it mean right, it? so i i'm doing my role as a brand ambassador in london for two years okay right so after that so that's me just done one year so the other day uh, that was me a year in london um actually working here as a brand ambassador and then your second year so i'm starting now i'm starting to develop a little bit more like i'm in i know what the brand ambassador role is all about but now what i'm starting to do is like take on various different projects to really 
to like go up a level if you want to say so i can go into bars and i can do whiskey tasting and that but i want to kind of like as a brand ambassador my role is not about all about sales you know like really pushing like volume or anything like that it's about brand knowledge and educating consumers and getting them just to understand um Chevis regal as a premium blended scotch whiskey but now i'm taking on a few different new projects where i'm trying to do to organize bartenders that are coming over um, to the UK for London Cocktail Week to get them a guest shift, a guest shift somewhere, and then uh, work with um, some of our other kind of like single malts as as well. So when you work uh, for Chevis Brothers as a brand ambassador, they say like eighty percent is on the brand that you've been assigned, so Chevis Regal, and then twenty percent is across the rest of the portfolio as well. Mm-hmm. So you kind of you have to like mix it up a little bit. After you've done your two years as a brand ambassador, either I could be a brand ambassador um, in an, another country. So I might go for that. Uh, I could go into marketing as well. Uh, Pernod Ricard UK has an experiential team. So coming from an events background, that may be something that I'm looking to go into. So that, there's a lot of options there of what I would like to do. So I haven't quite decided quite yet. I do love the brand ambassador role, but and to, if I was able to do it in another country, that would be amazing <laughs> so we're gonna have to check in with you yes. next year yeah, and see yeah, where you're going is that a deal yeah yeah, yeah definitely but don't you think we should pop open a bottle right now and have some yes definitely all right so check in with us in a year's time to find out what scott is doing then i'm sure you can all guess what our cocktail of the week might be especially since old-fashioned week is right around the corner from november 1st until the 10th so now It's our cocktail of the week. Yes, you guessed it, an old-fashioned, but not just any. Our cocktail of the week is the Chivas Extra Old Fashioned, and the extras make it so delicious. Add all these ingredients to a mixing glass. 50 mLs of Chivas Regal Extra, 12.5 mLs of Nut and Raisin Syrah, 15 mLs of Pedro Jimenez Sherry, and two dashes of nut bitters. Add ice and then stir, stir, and then stir some more. Serve it on the rocks in an old-fashioned glass, then top it all off with an orange peel. You'll find this recipe and all the cocktails of the week on alushlifemanual.com, where you'll also find all the ingredients in our shop. I just came back from Kentucky, and let me tell you, I cannot get enough of whiskey, Scottish or American. But sometimes you need a break, and so next week we fly to France, more specifically to the Savoy Mont Blanc region, to taste a few wines from that area and meet a few of their producers. Until next time, bottoms up. Thanks for listening to the Lush Life Podcast the sister of A Lush Life Manual. For more information and links to everything you heard, plus a bit more, please visit alushlifemanual.com. Always remember the wise words of Oscar Wilde, all things in moderation, including moderation. And always drink responsibly. Okay, I said that last part. Theme music is by Stephen Shapiro and used with permission. 
Lush Life is produced by Evo Terra, and I'm your hostess, Susan Schwartz. I'll see you at the bar.